Time to barrel down as we uncork the Indiana beverage industry one bottle at a time. It's time to wind down or uncork an afternoon of possibilities. At 11 a.m., our wine vendors will begin to pour complimentary samples of Indiana wine. These wines are some of the best wines available throughout the state of Indiana. Did you know Traminette is Indiana's state wine grape? This grape was developed in 1965 at Cornell University, and you might recognize one of its parent grapes, Gewürztraminer. This grape has suited Indiana well, as it is able to grow in most regions of the state. Traminette is a mid-late season ripening grape that can produce floral wines that have hints of grapefruit, apricot, and pear, and you might even get a hint of rose. Some wines may even be considered spicy or have hints of fresh green grass. Traminette's vines are moderately winter hardy, so they can sustain Indiana's cold winters, and the clusters are moderately loose with medium-sized berries. One of the reasons I really do love Traminette is because of its versatility. We can find Traminette as dry, off-dry, semi-sweet, sweet, and even sparkling. Everybody knows I love a little bubble. You might also find a new favorite fruit wine made from Midwest fruit. Fruit wines are made from many different fruits, and these wines taste just like fruit. These wines are produced all over the world and come in a range of flavors and styles. Typically, fruit wines are made from fermented fruit juice. First, juice is extracted from the fruit, fermented in stainless steel tanks, and then bottled. Some of my favorite fruit wines include peach, blackberry, cherry, and of course, strawberry wine. When you're not sipping on fruit wines, you might head over to the music stage where we will have two live bands and a live DJ. Get ready to dance the day away as you listen to the hits. Our band names will be released mid to early May, but DJ Kurt will be back with us again for his third year as our signature DJ. The festival is a unique experience for anyone who loves wine and to see the best that Indiana has to offer in a casual and fun-filled environment. 
In a single day, attendees can try new wines, find out more about Hoosier wineries and winemakers, and enjoy great food and entertainment. Backed by popular demand, we will have the Wine Education Pavilion. More details coming soon. Tickets are on sale today, April 1st, for $50. We have teamed up with the JW Marriott to offer a standard room wine festival package for either Friday or Saturday night. This room includes two tickets to the festival, and those tickets will be emailed to you in early May. If you're looking for an elevated experience, we have a very special ticket that will go on sale May 1st. You can pre-purchase those now, and I promise you won't be disappointed. The number of Indiana wineries has grown from 9 to 120 plus since 1989, and those wineries grow grapes on more than 600 acres. The wine industry benefits the state's economy to the tune of more than $2.4 billion annually. Indiana is delighted to offer wineries in 67 of our 92 counties. Indiana has always made an impact on our agriculture community. One of our oldest wineries, Oliver Winery, located in Bloomington, Indiana, was founded in 1972. Ranked by travel and leisure as one of the top 25 wineries to visit in the United States, Oliver Winery produces more than 40 varieties of wine. The winery also has six wine collections that ranges from Vine Series Moscato to Camelot Mead and my favorite, Estate Bottled Creek Bend. They truly capitalize on the saying, wine is for everyone. I like to boast that Indiana wine is Hoosier hospitality in a bottle. After all, wine isn't just made from the sky. It takes days, weeks, months, and a lot of years to perfect what we are drinking. It starts with planted vines, environmental impacts, and the preferences of our cellar workers. When wine consumers stop at an Indiana winery, you're making a difference in the lives of many. Most of our Indiana wineries are family owned and operated. You are experiencing spring and summer in our fruit wines, fall in our mold semi-dry red wines, and an opportunity to sip our barrel aged red wines by a fireplace. Indiana truly is a special place to grow vines and make wine. Indiana was home to the first successful commercial winery in the United States. Founded in 1802 in New Switzerland, John James DeFore planted vines here. Within a decade, production reached nearly 20,000 gallons a year. This area is now known to be Switzerland County near Vivi, Indiana. The 1970s was an exciting time for Indiana wine, hybrid grapes, meat, and fruit wine, as they all started to gain popularity. Now, with more local partnerships, hybrid grapes are still the most notably planted grapes throughout Indiana. If you're searching for other varieties, I suggest looking for Vignole, Chamberson, Saval Blanc, and a Marquette. Don't miss sipping Indiana port-style wine. You might also know it as a dessert wine or some bubbles. These bubbles or sparkling wine can be found at Easley Winery, Huber Winery, and Butler Winery, just to name a few. Indiana wine is special because it starts with the viticulturist and the enologist. It starts outside with the vines, in the lab testing these wines, and in the tasting room selling our story. Indiana is full of experiences. 
We have notable growers like Jeff at Reddick Hill who are truly passionate about locally sourced fruit. You can't get that everywhere. Be sure to stop and see Jeff at Vintage Indiana. Vintage Indiana is open to anyone 21 and over with no outside food or drinks. Empty water bottles are permitted and can be filled up at any of our water filling stations. The first 10,000 wine consumers through our gate will receive a complimentary Riedel tasting glass. There are also designated driver tickets available. This ticket allows the ticket holder to receive complimentary soda drinks and water from the main water tent located in the middle of the park. Our volunteer portal is now open. If you're interested in volunteering for a few hours, you get to enjoy the festival before or after your shift. Our volunteers will receive a t-shirt in the mail with their instructions. We are also seeking 14 student interns who are interested in event planning and management. Please send a resume to vintageindianawinefest at gmail.com. Many students pass through Purdue's Wine Grape program, and one of the biggest influences is their experience in the winery and vineyard. Indiana is home to two AVAs. An AVA is an American viticulture area. This is a specific type of appellation or origin. An AVA is a grape growing region with specific geographic features that distinguish it from other regions. Using an AVA designation on a wine label allows vintners to describe more accurately the origin of their wines to consumers and helps consumers identify wines they may be purchasing. Indiana's most notable AVA is the Indiana Uplands, also the only AVA that is entirely in Indiana. This AVA was established in 2013 and encompasses 4,800 square miles, 17 wineries, 19 vineyards, and 200 acres under grape cultivation. The Uplands AVA is located in the south central part of the state. It spans 110 miles north to south, is bound to the north by the line that separates Morgan and Monroe County, and to the south by the Ohio River and the Kentucky border, and spans across 19 counties. Many wineries that are on the Uplands Wine Trail will be showcased at Vintage Indiana. These nine wineries include Bess Vineyards, Brown County Winery, Butler Winery, French Lick Winery, Huber Winery, Oliver Winery, Owen Valley Winery, Turtle Run Winery, and Windsorwald Winery. The price of admission allows festival goers to sample wine from all participating wineries. Food, artisan crafts, and wine by the bottle or glass are available for purchase. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit us online at vintageindiana.com or send us an email at vintageindianawinefest at gmail.com. I'll see you Saturday, June 4th at Vintage Indiana. Cheers. Cheers.